welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Zwans, and today is Wednesday of the 20th week in Ordinary Time. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who have prepared for those who love you good things which no eye can see, fill our hearts, we pray, with the warmth of your love, so that, loving you in all things and above all things, we may attain your promises which surpass every human desire. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The word of the Lord was addressed to me as follows. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel and prophesy and say to them, Shepherds, the Lord says this, Trouble for the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves. Shepherds ought to feed their flock, yet you have fed on milk. You have dressed yourselves in wool. You have sacrificed the fattest sheep, but failed to feed the flock. You failed to make weak sheep strong, or to care for the sick ones, or bandage the wounded ones. You have failed to bring back strays, or look for the lost. On the contrary, you have ruled them cruelly and violently. For lack of a shepherd, they have scattered to become the prey of any wild animal. They have scattered far. My flock is straying this way and that, on mountains and on high hills. My flock has been scattered all over the country. No one bothers about them, and no one looks for them. Well then, shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, I swear it. It is the Lord who speaks. Since my flock has been looted, and for lack of a shepherd, is now the prey of any wild animal. Since my shepherds have stopped bothering about my flock. Since my shepherds feed themselves, rather than my flock. In view of all this, shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. The Lord says this, I am going to call the shepherds to account. I am going to take my flock back from them and I shall not allow them to feed my flock. In this way, the shepherds will stop feeding themselves. 
I shall rescue my sheep from their mouths. They will not prey on them anymore. For the Lord says this, I am going to look after my flock myself and keep all of it in view. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. Fresh and green are the pastures where he gives me repose. Near restful waters he leads me to revive my drooping spirit. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. He guides me along the right path. He is true to his name. If I should walk in the valley of darkness, no evil would I fear. You are there with your crook and your staff. With these you give me comfort. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. You have prepared a banquet for me in the sight of my foes. My head you have anointed with oil. My cup is overflowing. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. Surely goodness and kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for ever and ever. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. Alleluia, alleluia. The word of God is living and active. It probes the thoughts and motives of our heart. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner going out at daybreak to hire workers for his vineyard. He made an agreement with the workers for one denarius a day and sent them to his vineyard. Going out at about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, You go to my vineyard too, and I will give you a fair wage. So they went. At about the sixth hour, and again at about the ninth hour, he went out and did the same. Then at about the eleventh hour, he went out and found more men standing around, and he said to them, Why have you been standing here idle all day? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, You go into my vineyard too. In the evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his bailiff, Call the workers and pay them their wages, starting with the last arrivals and ending with the first. So those who were hired at about the eleventh hour came forward and received one denarius each. When the first came, they expected to get more, but they too received one denarius each. They took it, but grumbled at the landowner. The men who came last, they said, have done only one hour, and you've treated them the same as us, though we have done a heavy day's work in all the heat. He answered one of them and said, My friend, I'm not being unjust to you. Did we not agree on one denarius? Take your earnings and go. I choose to pay the last comer as much as I pay you. Have I no right to do what I like with my own? Why be envious because I am generous? Thus, the last will be first, and the first last. 
The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, we've had uh, enough of the prophet Ezekiel uh, up to this point to see that he's pretty fierce. Ezekiel's a tough customer. But I tell you what, it's the reading that we have today that, that sort of shoots a cold chill up my spine. He's got some pretty strong warnings for the shepherds of Israel. Listen to this. Shepherds ought to feed their flock, yet you have fed on milk. You've dressed yourselves in wool. You've sacrificed the fattest sheep but failed to feed the flock. How about that? You've gained every advantage from having a flock, but you haven't cared for them. You failed to make the weak sheep strong or to care for the sick ones or bandage the wounded ones. You failed to bring back the strays or look for the lost. On the contrary, you've ruled them cruelly and violently. Now, what's happened in the meantime? So, you know, where we left off yesterday, Ezekiel was giving warnings to the the neighbouring nations to Israel to uh, Tyre and Sidon and Egypt. But now a report has come back to Ezekiel from Jerusalem. Everything that God had prophesied, that Babylon would attack, that Babylon would destroy, that Babylon would raise Jerusalem to the ground, it's happened. Ezekiel goes on. For lack of a shepherd, they've scattered. They've become the prey of any wild animal. They've scattered far. My flock is straying this way and that on mountains and on high hills. My flock has been scattered all over the country. No one bothers about them and no one looks for them. What's a shepherd supposed to do? He's supposed to gather the sheep, to keep them together in a flock, to protect them, to feed them. Well, here comes a promise from the Lord. Since my flock has been looted, and for lack of a shepherd is now the prey of any wild animal, since my shepherds have stopped bothering about my flock, since my shepherds feed themselves rather than my flock, in view of all this, shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. The Lord says this, I am going to call the shepherds to account. I am going to take my flock back from them, and I shall not allow them to feed my flock. Wow. Now do you see why I get a chill down my spine reading this? It makes me a bit nervous. Now, um, perhaps this is a a bit of an accident of providence, but um, here in uh, the Archdiocese of Adelaide, um, yesterday we actually celebrated the Chrism Mass. It got put off, of course, because of uh, COVID. Ordinarily, the Chrism Mass gets celebrated during Holy Week. Um, But it's the Mass at which the priests of the diocese renew their priestly promises. You know, we all kind of get up in front of the bishop and, and, you know, restate the promises we made at our priestly ordination. Um, And, okay, look, this might be a little bit self-indulgent, but I'm going to read them to you. The bishop says this, Beloved sons, on the anniversary of that day when Christ our Lord conferred his priesthood on his apostles and on us, Are you resolved to renew in the presence of your bishop and God's holy people the promises you once made? 
And, you know, then the priest is supposed to respond, I am. In other words, the yes you said on your ordination, that's still a yes, right? And then you get the next promise. Are you resolved to be more united with the Lord Jesus and more closely conformed to him? Denying yourselves and confirming those promises about sacred duties towards Christ's church, which, prompted by love of him, you willingly and joyfully pledged on the day of your priestly ordination? In other words, are you willing to sacrifice yourself for the sake of the flock? And here's the last promise. Are you resolved to be faithful stewards of the mysteries of God in the Holy Eucharist and the other liturgical rites, and to discharge faithfully the sacred office of teaching, following Christ the head and shepherd, not seeking any gain, but moved only by zeal for souls? In other words, are you prepared to feed your flock? At the Chrism Mass, we resolve not to be like the shepherds who are condemned by the prophet Ezekiel. Um, and gee, I hope we live up to it. But, you know, after the priests make these promises, the, the bishop then turns to the people and says, Oi, dearest sons and daughters, you guys got to pray for us. And I mean that. Like, you guys got to pray for us. I mean, we certainly see what happens when the priesthood degenerates into exactly the kinds of shepherds that Ezekiel's been condemning. But, but, Ezekiel doesn't finish just with a word of judgment for the shepherds. He finishes with a promise that comes from God. Listen to this. I am going to take my flock back from them, and I shall not allow them to feed my flock. In this way, the shepherds will stop feeding themselves. I shall rescue my sheep from their mouths. They will not prey on them anymore. For the Lord says this, I am going to look after my flock myself and keep all of it in view. Now, that prophecy comes to its fulfillment in Jesus. You know, when he says in the Gospel of John, I am the good shepherd. I lay down my life for my sheep. That the Lord shows himself to be the exact opposite of the shepherds condemned by Ezekiel, the ones who used the flock for their own benefit. Now exactly the opposite is going to happen in Christ, that he will spend himself for the sake of his flock. He will lay down his life for his sheep. That's the shepherd that we need. And that's the shepherd that God gives. I'm going to look after my flock myself. Well, pray then that your bishop, your priests, may indeed have hearts that are conformed to Christ, the Good Shepherd, so that their pastoral ministry, their, their work of shepherding the flock, may be done by those who are conformed to him, you know, not just sacramentally in the sacrament of holy orders, you know, not, not just because they've been ordained, but because they're holy, because their lives are shaped by the pattern of the Good Shepherd. So please pray for us, especially for the Chrism Mass, that this might indeed be a moment of, of tremendous renewal in our priestly zeal and in our ministry, 
um, and pray also for vocations to the priesthood, that those who say yes to Christ's call may do so with great generosity of spirit and a burning desire to conform their hearts after the heart of Jesus, the Good Shepherd. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas we who are put to the test, and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father.